Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. are listening to Bijara Supply Chain, the podcast, the show that brings you an insight about supply chain and transformations with your host or Hadi. All right, so today we are going to talk about inventory cost reduction, and now I'm with uh, Rodrigo Alfaro, a founder and solution expert at Integrated Supply Chain Management Solution based in Kansas, U.S. Hi, Rodrigo, how are you? Hi, hi, thank you very much for the invitation. It's a, a pleasure to be part of a your podcast. Okay. All right. So, as I have mentioned to you earlier, today's topic is about inventory cost reduction. And so, you may be aware that inventory costs are a major expense for um, many businesses. So, what exactly is the inventory reduction and why is this something that very essential for the business? Well, um It depends from uh, every company what is the level of effort that is going to be in the inventory reduction. But uh, maybe before thinking about inventory reductions, we need to know what do we have inventory, what is the purpose of having inventory, and uh, looking as a resource rather as a waste, like uh, we have uh, been uh, watching in, in uh, many philosophies. And yes, at some point, the excess of inventory is creating waste. Waste, like uh, any other of the seven waste in excess, is something that is uh, 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 creating a, a damage to the organization. Now, when we start thinking about the uh, strategic uh, aspect or the strategic perspective of the inventory, yeah, we can link it to the. Uh, business planning of the company. Mm-hmm. And the business planning is where we are establishing the financial targets of the organization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the inventory is, uh, you know, from that perspective, is one of the key assets that we have. Mm-hmm. So all the supply chain managers uh, or, or professionals that are in this area should know what is the impact in those financial terms. Mm-hmm. Now, if we keep uh, looking at this strategic or aggregated uh, level of the inventory yeah uh, it is uh, the way that we are uh, using our money mm-hmm. and when we add it uh, with the other assets that we have like yeah. uh, the, 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 when we have the total asset and we uh, create uh, the, the, this uh, measure called return on total assets mm. that is the uh, division of the net profit of the organization so remember that the net profit is the bottom line mm. when, where, where, when we have already uh, subtracted all the costs and expenses to yeah. the revenues mm. and we uh, take out all the taxes and interests and we have the, the bottom line there Yeah, when we do that by the total assets, we can uh, watch what is our ratio, what is the return on total assets. Mm-hmm. Um, as per 
the Demand Driven Institute, uh, led by Carl Petak and Charles Smith, uh, we can see that um, since 1965, this uh, important metric has been uh, decreasing mm. from 4% to uh, nowadays less than 1%. Mm. So there is uh, something that uh, went wrong in the middle of the way because mm. every time uh, we are uh, introducing new technologies that are here to helping us in the management of the inventory and all the assets of the company. And uh, by some reason, it is not happening that way. Mm. So there are many, many uh, uh, reasons why this is happening. But uh, one of the key questions is that we are uh, increasing the impact of the bullwhip effect in the supply chain. Mm. So the bullwhip effect has a bidirectional effect in terms of the distortion of the demand signals and the variability of the continuous uh, supply from the vendors to the customers. Mm. So this effect is uh, uh, having a negative impact on the inventory because companies are passing uh, from one day to the other, from having too much inventory to having too little and vice versa. And this is the effect of uh, running the MRP every day. When we have uh, organizations or companies that uh, are facing high levels of variation in the demand, right? Mm. So uh, sometimes we need to be careful, and that's why you started uh, uh, that before talking about inventory reduction, mm. we need to see the inventory as a resource, mm. as, uh, as our friend, yeah. because before talking about that, we need to think about the flow of the operations. Yeah. And one key tool that we have in, in, in lean manufacturing is the value stream mapping. Right. Yeah. So we, we learn to see the flow of the materials and the information, then we need to identify where we need to place strategically the inventory that will help us with the flow. Mm. All right. So uh, based on your experience, what is the best way to reduce the inventory cost? Do you have any one or two examples? Well, depending on the situation, uh, um, in my own experience, is based on uh, having a, a, a good uh, understanding of the nature of your business mm. and with that you need to know what is uh, your product and what is the nature of the demand mm. uh, a little bit of who are your clients yeah. and then match it with your process and your supply base mm. and with that you can establish what should be an optimal uh, inventory level for the different components that you have mm. in the traditional way uh, we can see that uh, we can classify the different components using the uh, ABC classification of inventory and cross it with the uh, classification of runners, repeaters, and strangers. Mm. Meaning that uh, the runners are the uh, components that we will be uh, supplying all the time or the, the ones that have more volume in our organization. Then we have the repeaters that uh, from time to time we are producing and then the strangers which is those that uh, could be uh, mm. of very low demand mm. 
So when we cross these two elements, the ABC classification with the founder repeaters and strangers, then we can define what will be the best uh, replenishment strategy for the materials. If we need to place a Kanban, maybe could be for, for our components that are A, classification A of inventory, and that our runners is something that will automatically run all the time. And we can place a Kanban and then we will have an optimal level almost all the time because the demand on the on the runners is stable. Mm. But when we are looking to the other uh, components, we need to look for different uh, size strategies, right, and different uh, approaches to uh, have the, the best approach for the replenishment. Mm. Now, what is coming new and is uh, having extraordinary results is uh, what is barely new, but uh, is the demand-driven approach, yeah. mm. right? Uh, the demand-driven uh, has uh, proved uh, inventory reductions of 30% in less than six months. Mm. And it's uh, something that uh, I will recommend to every supply chain professional uh, that has been... Uh, uh, struggling with 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 a uh, uh, complex uh, supply chain and with uh, 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 demand that is uh, very variable. So the, the more complex and more variable you have the demand, the better results you will have with the demand driven approach. Mm. All right. So. Uh, do you see any correlations between the cost reduction with, with another tool like the Lean Supply Chain, for example? Well, um, at the end, uh, and this is an interesting thing of, of the demand-driven approach, that when we think about lean manufacturing, yeah. theory of constraints, Six mm. Sigma, and mm. maybe total quality management yeah. tools, industrial engineering that was the base of everything when we take a look on, on all of this they have something in common and mm. is the creation of flow mm. right? Right. so uh, Lean uh, has uh, an interesting approach because mm. uh, besides uh, working on the operations mm. the uh, base of the Lean culture is to create uh, 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 an environment for the work uh, force that, uh, where they can be uh, empowered, where they can uh, be able to solve their problems and uh, then they, they start uh, making the deployment of the other tools, right? Yeah. Uh, we remember that the two uh, columns of the uh, Toyota production system that is the base for the lean approach we have a Jidoka and a just in time. Mm. Uh, we need to have first the Jidoka, which is quality at the source, before doing the just in time. So I think uh, again that uh, before thinking about uh, inventory reductions, you need to know your process and uh, first create quality at the source. Mm. Ensure that ensure that there is a, a quality approach and by having this uh, quality culture is uh, implementing a uh, culture where we take into account and we embrace the concept of the internal customer. Mm. Right? Mm. Every time we take uh, care of the internal customer, we will ensure that we will uh, deliver the best quality at the end. Mm. 
Yeah. So the, 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 the interaction between quality and the level of inventory is highly related, right? Because uh, the more level of, of, of uh, scrap or defects that you have in your process, the more uh, protection in your inventory you will need. Mm. All right. So uh, my last question, uh, how, how can inventory reduction be uh, like the critical to quality measure in order to realize optimal supply chain management? Oh, well, it's uh, like um, I said in the, in the previous question, is about uh, creating good quality in the products will ensure the flow of products. And with that, you will uh, minimize the uh, level of protection that you need. You will uh, reduce the, the, the safety stock that you need to carry out for that just in case it's not coming with good quality, right? So ensuring that you have good quality, you will create flow in the process and that uh, at the end will uh, result in in better customer satisfaction. And with that, you can increase your sales and with that, you can uh, sell more and, and, and rotate your inventory, have more turn turnarounds. All right, great. Okay, so thanks for joining us today, Rodrigo. It was very nice to speaking with you. Thank you, thank you for yeah. the invitation, and uh, I hope I can be here uh, in another time with uh, something more to share and uh, keep uh, the good job with this uh, podcast. And good luck for, to everybody. All right. So, okay, everyone, that's today's episode of Picture Slide in the podcast. Don't forget to join for another episode. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.